Wednesday here with another edition of WeatherWise, our podcast from the meteorologist here at 47 ABC WMDT. Thanks for downloading and uh, streaming here. I am Chief Meteorologist Rich Wardzik. With me this week, meteorologist Ulysses Garcia. And Ulysses, we're coming off uh, kind of a wet weekend. That's Sunday rain. I mean, the whole weekend wasn't wet, but Sunday afternoon through the evening, it felt like uh, that was probably the longest sustained rain that we've had in a long time, right? No, yeah, it, it felt like, yeah, it was definitely, uh, we were forecasting the fact that this rain was going to be definitely more of a, a steadier rain than compared to the one that we had back on Thursday. Uh, but yeah, it was definitely just, it was just a steady light rain that came through. I mean, we didn't get like the heaviest of accumulations, but it definitely did put, uh, you know, we definitely got something. We got at least uh, most areas averaging around a half an inch once it's all said and done. So. And, and we thought that that was going to be the case there, a quarter to a half inch, maybe a little more across the area. Um, you know, unlike the previous uh, rains that we had uh, several days before that, where we actually had some convective elements or, you know, those downpours that were uh, kind of felt like spring or, you know, some type of warm season storm. In fact, there was thunder and lightning with the last system coming through regionally in the mid-Atlantic. Didn't see that this go around, but the difference, though, this storm that tracked through the area was much closer, the storm center, to Delmarva. So we had those shields of rain moving through um, that weren't particularly heavy at any point, like you brought up, just kind of a light to moderate rain, but sustained enough that it brought uh, some travel problems through the evening. No, yeah, and then I think also the, the frustrating thing is that um, just the weekend itself, you know, it was just a, it was a cloudy mess. I mean, the fact that Monday was cloudy, but even Saturday, and I know we forecast sunshine on Saturday, and even that, uh, that kind of went down the tubes, you know. Oh, that was, yeah, that was interesting. You know, blue skies to start, that's how all of Delmarva was, and then those clouds started to roll in during the day. Yeah, and then by the afternoon, it was just a a dreariness, and that's pretty much what, uh, in a way, kind of just kind of helped segue to what was going to become eventually Sunday, you know. Right, right. So it looked like it was going to rain on Saturday. never did. Thankfully, because that was the idea. We kept temperatures in the 40s like we expected. And then Sunday, the rain arrived for the afternoon and into the evening. And then in its wake, what we experienced going into Monday, the lingering showers in the morning, that raw feel still. Um, you know, not much sun at all. A few breaks in the clouds here and there. But really, Monday ended up not being that great of a day. But, uh, um, you know, it, it's been chilly. It's been cold. And behind these systems, we've we, what we've seen is temperatures kind of reset to seasonal averages, daytime highs in the mid-40s, what we typically see this time of the year, lows in the upper 20s. But as these systems come in, the mild air ahead of the systems just assures us there's never any other talk other than rain. Uh, There's no snow chances. I mean, we had a little bit of uh, trace measurable snow at parts of Delmarva there, uh, you know, the Christmas weekend Arctic blast that came through. But really, that's been it so far. A few reports of wet snow with a few other uh, systems that came through, but nothing measurable. No, yeah, I know you had that video where you saw some snowflakes come in, but still predominantly it, it's been rain. And, and the fact that, you know, I know people are already beginning to ask, like, where's the snow? And it's like, hey, man, like, we're just, and that's the thing with, uh, we talked about this a little bit when we did our winter forecast is that a lot of this just has to do with the setups and the timing of everything. We haven't, we haven't had a lot of we had bad timing when it comes to when the cold air is here. We've also had bad timing when it comes to how these low pressures are setting up. They're setting up where we're getting we're in the warm air instead of the cold air. So the, but uh, hopefully you know as we go into February, we'll you know we'll see, hopefully we'll see some sort of a, a pattern shift here because uh, 
We definitely do not want to have a completely busted winter forecast. <laughs> so I know, like, unless you don't like snow, probably if you don't like snow, you got to be loving this right now. But yeah. I, I think most people would enjoy at least a little bit. I've been going to some school visits lately, and that is the first question I'm getting from the kids <laughs> and the teachers. They're like, when are we going to get these snow days? Um, you know, reminiscing to back uh, this time last year, coming off that massive snow that we had for parts of the area yeah. that did put some schools um, out of commission for almost a week. Um, you know, far cry from that since last year. So uh, you were talking about pattern changes going into early February. It still doesn't look like we're going to see much. No, it doesn't even look like that. And even the Climate Prediction Center is still keeping us uh, pretty much above average when it comes to our temperatures, uh, six to 10 days out and eight to 14. So pretty much eight to 14 days out from now is pretty much just a little bit after Groundhog's Day. So even as we enter February, uh, the pattern's still somewhat not favoring it, but it is still saying above average precipitation. So, I mean, hopefully we can get optimistic and we get the right timing and the variables come into play, but we definitely need uh, a low pressure to be more focused offshore for us to have that potential for some snow to happen here. Right, and the setup is always, uh, like you talk about the variables coming together, and we can go through a warmer than normal pattern. Um, where we just have the right setup for that day for snow. So it's not to say that we're, you know, even if we continued with this warmer than average pattern going into February, that we wouldn't get any snow. It would just have to be really, it, it really does have to set up, like you said, where the area of low pressure develops off the coast and the track of that and having some cold air in place before that system develops. All these little variables coming into play that could just give us that one day, that one day where our temperatures are at or below freezing and we have precipitation coming in on the north side of an area of low pressure. That's all we need uh, to get that. So, oh, yeah. yeah, and I think that's what that's what favored us um, last year, last year. Right. And this year, I mean, last several systems, you were just we were talking about the tracks and stuff like that. I, last couple systems coming in from the Rockies, they find their way up through the Great Lakes yeah. and they just shoot north there and. What that will end up doing is usually invites along a, a weak cold front, another area of low pressure to develop, and it just drags in Gulf moisture. And with the Gulf moisture, obviously, the temperatures are warmer. So we've been seeing these scenarios where rain's moving in, our temperatures are in the 50s, and we'll see an evening high or a nighttime high near 60 degrees. And then yeah. a cold front comes through, and it kind of resets us back to average temperatures for this time of the year, and then we see it all happen again. Yeah, and that's kind of where we're just, we've been. And also the, the pattern we've been in lately is just, like you said, it's just that, but also the fact that it's almost been every day or every two days or so we'll deal with a dry day and then another system coming in. But like you said, it's just really just these weak cold fronts that are just dropping us back to normal. And we'll have the overnight high uh, taking place from the previous day right before midnight while the next day's high taking place right after midnight. Right, right. Now, I'll say one thing that I think has gotten everybody at least a little more um, excited or maybe putting them into a better mood is the fact that we're legitly gaining some daylight here. Kind of excited about a number you threw my way right before we uh, got on the podcast here. Yeah, so as of Monday, we actually hit 10 hours of daylight here in Salisbury. So 10 hours, All right. that's not much, but it's definitely better. And I know um, we've been showing a lot more of the sky cams. I know you've been showing them, especially with the news hour that favors you. Um, at 5.30, you're already starting to see that more of that twilight taking place. And eventually, in about two weeks or so, we'll eventually actually deal with a sunset taking place during the news hour. So the fact that, um, you know, this, the fact that we're at 10 hours is a good sign that our days are getting longer, that sun angle is eventually going to get higher. Uh, you know, so we're little by little making our way gradually towards spring. And even though, you know, next week we're going to eventually have to deal with our, um, our friend, you know, our 
wonderful gopher that wants to uh, predict <laughs> the weather for us. But like you said, with the fact that we haven't got any snow, maybe maybe he might be the one that we need to get some help for us uh, to get some snow around here. Yeah, Punxsutawney Phil might need to uh, <laughs> call in a favor here for us, for at least for the snow levers across the area. But, you know, even this time of the year when we get into longer daylight, um, it does help when we do get snows. Um, the sun even shining through the clouds, the, the, the sun angle being stronger helps to melt that snow on the roads and sidewalks a lot better going into February than it would have, uh, you know, here in January and, of course, in December when we had a much lower sun angle. So there are some benefits, even when it does snow, to having these longer days, um, even if we go through a major cold snap. And, you know, of course, we don't see that happening anytime soon. But just mentioning the daylight hours, one thing I want to throw out there, too, real happy to be able to use some of our weather cams, uh, additional weather cams during our news hours. I've actually been able to use the Snow Hill World Plus Snow Hill Skycam, which I haven't been able to use that since back in early December. Yeah. You know? No, yeah, and the thing is, like, some of these Skycams that we have do face to the west and some towards the east. I think the Snow Hill one is definitely one of those east ones right, that face so, east, so it's usually better for sunrises, but the fact that we're able to use that at sunset is a bit of an advantage, finally. So, right. Uh, but, yeah, definitely, I mean, this is just a great time. I know the Chicoteague Skycam is definitely one of the better ones for the sunset because I know you've been using that one a lot to show the twilights. So. Right. So, you know, with that said, um, you know, going back to the fact that we, you know, we're looking at longer days and people who don't like winter, they're getting excited about spring. They're thinking about spring. Us feeling spring-like weather here. One reason why it's been warmer than average amongst some other variables has been La Nina still been active out there in the Pacific, and that's pushing the jet stream further north. Um, despite a weakening La Nina, um, there's still some problems, obviously, with us not having enough cold air for snow, but those out in California dealing with an atmospheric river. They've probably been hearing about in the national news, just waves of moisture. And these are drought-stricken areas that do not have at least the ground support right now to take in that water in such a short period of time. So they're running a situation where they need water. They're getting it way too much water in a way too short period of time. There's a lot of runoff because of that, a lot of flash flooding. But there has been one, I guess, piece of good news with that. And it's the fact that the snowpack in the higher elevations of California in the mountains has been through the roof, literally. Uh, the, the amount of inches of snow that I've been seeing, hundreds of inches of snow so far this winter, um, this is great news because the snowpack is, you know, aside from any catastrophic melting event, that is a slow melting situation that, uh, you know, as you get into spring, that will slowly bring some water down through the aquifers to the reservoirs. And it's not going to be a completely, um, you know, fixing event, if you will, for the drought that they have over there. They still need more rain. But if there's any benefit to this atmospheric river that they've been dealing with in California, it's the fact that that snowpack will be there. And it will be kind of a gift that keeps on giving into the spring and early summer as it continues to melt slowly as they desperately need that water. No, yeah. And I think, uh, yes, yeah, so I've been seeing a lot of maps about that, you know, for meteorologists off on, out in the West, that it's above average. But I know they still say, uh, you know, they still need more because the fact is, once that melting uh, takes place, the next thing that happens after that, as we get towards the latter portion of summer and going to the fall, is wildfires. So if there's a way they can get more of that rain now, um, that will really help them out in the long run when we get to the second half of the year uh, to limit the chance of wildfires. And we know the last couple of years they've been really, really destructive um, across the West. Right. Um, you know, and here's hoping that they're, they're able to, you know, at least be able to battle that. And just from the reservoir uh, limits um, that, you know, they have some environmental rules in place, a lot of complex rules in, that are in place, obviously for good reason. But 
when you get in a situation like this, it's just kind of uh, uncharted territory, really, when you, you look at the, the, the confluence of a lot of variables out there. So not being able to catch a break, really, with uh, what they're dealing with out there, because there's just been so much rain, and there would be, you know, it would be fantastic to be able to take all that rain and be able to basically capture it and keep it. And that's what they're fighting out there right now, trying to figure that out. But I know I've been reading some articles about some engineers that some of these reservoirs have come up with some really, really innovative ways that they're trying to at least save some of this water, um, aside from the environmental rules and how it's just sometimes impossible to save the water if it's all running off, if you will, down tributaries because it's not settling into the ground. Um, Hopefully that's going to be able to bring them some sort of relief maybe mid and long term after this wet season starts to wind down, maybe that will help just a little bit. No, yeah, absolutely, definitely. That's all we can hope for um, out west, but definitely, you know, the rain and snow, hopefully they get more um, as we go into February, but hopefully not to the crazy uh, bombardment that they were getting earlier in the month of of January. Hopefully they're getting bits and pieces, but enough that it's still going to be significant. Right, yeah, well... You know, hoping that things uh, kind of turn around a little bit because the weather has been tilted on its head, if you will, from what we're, everyone's supposed to be seeing on average. We, you know, we're not getting our snow. The West is getting way too much rain. There's been active severe weather outbreaks in the South and Mid-South and even parts of the Midwest. So it has been a very crazy winter so far and one that's uh, certainly not the norm and uh, something we're going to continue to obviously keep an eye on as we get closer to February here. I'm sure that we're going to be looking at at least some colder air at one point um, and, you know, whether or not it sets us up for snow, we'll have to wait and see. But uh, definitely, uh, you know, reason to download and check back with us here next Wednesday. We'll have another edition here of WeatherWise and take a look at what we expect going into the month of February. But for myself, meteorologist Ulysses Garcia, another edition of WeatherWise in the books here. We want to thank you for streaming and downloading and hope to uh, talk to you again next Wednesday here from the meteorologist at 4780C. W-M-D-T.